Before today's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, I want to tell you about our new podcast series, Super Scoreboard, the old firm through the decades, in association with Indigo Unified Communications. Join me, Hugh Evans, and a host of legends from both sides of the divide as we look at the history of the old firm derby from the 1960s to the present day. In the latest episode, Simon Donnelly and Mark Hatley join me to discuss the rivalry in the 1990s. To listen, download the Radio Clyde app or search Super Scoreboard, the old firm through the decades, on your usual podcast app. 0141-951-1025 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the biggest night for the Scotland national team in over a decade Stevie Clark's side take on Israel Knowing a win would move us to within 90 minutes of the Euros It's been a tough build up though With six players out due to coronavirus and injury I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Riel and Mark Wilson Yeah Gordon, you summed up well there The biggest one in a, a long, long time And some of our young fans wouldn't have experienced anything like this before And there's no room for failure tonight But unfortunately, like you said there injuries and self-isolating has hit the squad badly and the main talking points will be what is Steve Clark going to do what formation is he going to go what personnel is he going to go with he's got much narrower options but I'm sure he won't care whatever team he puts out if they scrap a 1-0 win and we're through to the next round this is it Gordon it's been a, a far from ideal build up International football Has been on the back burner About we can't even get fans in We've had a disrupted lead up to the game But ultimately tonight It's just all about what happens on the pitch That all has to go to one side And try and get the business done Yeah it's simple It's all about the result Gordon Unfortunately the 12th man can't be there Hamden would be absolutely Bouncing tonight uh, But it's up to the manager Coaching staff and the players to go out there and do Scotland proud And uh, it could be a massive night for us And a very nervous night I think it's going to be 0141-951-1025 That is the number you need to get in touch Let us know how you think the game is going to go Are you confident? Are you nervous? Scotland tend to, to do that to you Make you nervous and fear the worst So let us know how you're feeling And before it's published Get on here and pick your team Because Stevie Clark must have had a sleepless night last night Trying to come up with the right combination In the face of all these... Um, absentees So let us know what you would do We'll get the team news from Hamden very soon But before that What would you do? Get your team Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Have been scribbling furiously I said scribbling uh, In the office Trying to come up with their 11 uh, So let's see how it compares to yours Give us a call 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Let's try and get up for this one I know it's difficult yeah. Mark Wilson But it's a, a massive game ah, Well it's difficult Because we're used to disappointment <laughs> Over the years we, With Scotland But I think there's, you know, we have to be optimistic where we've got a realistic chance here of going to our finals. Now, I know we have to get through this hurdle and then another one, but, you know, it's as close as we've got for a long time. I think since 2007, maybe, something like that. So a long time to be waiting for a game of this magnitude. And even though we've got, we've lost players and important players at that, I still look at the squad and look where a lot of these players are playing and I look at, a lot what they've done at the weekend in the past couple of weeks and think these guys are quality players who've played in the big stage who can manage big games and I just hope it's no different tonight I hope these guys like like Andy Robertson like McGinn who I, well I think McGinn's an exception he's done particularly well for Scotland um, 
you know, Fleck if he comes into it. Used to playing in the big stage down south. I hope they can bring that A game tonight for Scotland and everything clicks. If it does, I think we'll go through comfortably. But as we all know with Scotland, nothing seems to be ever simple. Right, don't be shy. Get your calls in. Let the guys know how you're feeling. And more importantly, who would you pick? Who is your team? It's always a great arguing point, a great debating point. Who would you pick? Who would you leave out? Formations, so much to consider. Let's go straight to Hamden. It's lacking the pre-match atmosphere, as you would expect, but let's get a flavour of what's going on with Andrew McLean. Yeah, well, I feel like it's a game that we've been building up to for a year, and that's probably because we have, because of everything that's happened. Scotland, potentially just 180 minutes of football away from our first major tournament in over 20 years. This is the first hurdle that needs to be negotiated, and it hasn't come without its problems, has it? Stuart Armstrong out after testing positive for coronavirus. Kieran Tierney and Ryan Christie also miss out through contact tracing. Scott McKenna, Liam Palmer, Ollie Burke, all out of the squad because of injury. So much disruption, but we are finally here, and the players that are left, they know just how much this means to the whole country but we would have loved it if 50,000 Scotland fans could have packed inside Hamden and cheered the team on tonight but they'll be watching and listening from home with the hope that this penultimate step goes without a blip out of all the games that I've covered in empty grounds I think this will be the weirdest just because of the magnitude of the occasion it's certainly not lost on me how privileged I am to be in here for for this one tonight and there also needs to be a step up in performance doesn't there from Israel's last visit here last month I'm sure there will be plenty of debate about how Steve Clark will line up will he persist with the back three that faced criticism last time out, will he go for a back four which was key to his success at Kilmarnock and that he started with his Scotland career, I've seen numerous tweets of people picking their own lineup so uh, I'll give you the official one when the team lines come out and VAR also comes into play tonight, we've seen how well that's going down south so probably best oh, we great. don't see much of it tonight but uh, extra time and penalties are a possibility as well so plenty to look forward to tonight let's hope. Just when you think we've had every Different type of heartbreak and letdown. <laughs> VAR, no VAR or penalties. <laughs> because no. obviously they say it's the same for both sides. There, there, there should be an equal chance that it helps us as much as it helps Israel. You just know that's yeah, not the way it's going to go. Anyway, right. Let's forget that. Let's let's think optimistically. Andrew will give us the team lines from Hamden as soon as he gets them. But who would you play? Let's get a good debate going, right, Gordon DL. First of all, I'm quite impressed with your uh, handwriting. I must admit, you've 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 written it down there. It looks like. Um, you, you've done that before You're quite quite the hand writer Let's see what you've got Yeah uh, Because of personnel Gordon I think this is the best Chance we've got tonight I'm going with David Marshall in goals Now Here's the formation right? Here's Let's the formation it. it will be a back four For DL tonight Right okay The back four Will be Stephen O'Donnell right back McTominay Cooper And our captain Andy Robertson I said that with the midfield players that we've got, the strength, I'm going with a diamond in there. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I think we'll... get the tactics board out. Yeah, I'm going with Ryan Jack as uh, the the bottom of the diamond. I'm going with McGregor and Flake, both sides. John McGinn, top of the diamond. Right, okay. I'm going with Dykes up front. And the big debate, who would partner him? I think we need a... Well, obviously, we need goals tonight. And I think we need a poacher... And I would take the chance with Shankland. Right. Okay. Mm. Right. Let's pick over some of the, right, the, the 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 stumbling blocks that some people might have. So you're going Scott McTominay as a centre back in a back four. Yes, because I look at the other options in a three, and I think I've changed my mind because of Tierney. Now, if Tierney's playing, I'm changing. But let's get all that out the road because we've not got Tierney, we've not got Armstrong, Christie. So we've got to concentrate on the players we've got, Gordon. And I just think that that's. A natural two fullbacks, 
a natural left centre back. McTominay is a question mark that people may come on and argue about, but we've seen him play there with Manchester United against very good. So is he better than Declan Gallagher or Ryan Portis? Hundred percent. Because they are hundred centre backs, and they'll be. Yeah, for me, hundred percent. And plus the fact they use the ball as well. I think it helps McTominay that there'll be a right back there so he doesn't get exposed out in the, the, the areas, out in the, the flanks. I just think that we've got to get our best midfield players in. A diamond does that. Jack, McGregor, Fleck, McGinn. It's looking good. He's getting passionate. It's looking good. Your full backs then yeah. give you the right. option to come up the park with Robertson. Natural left back who plays with Liverpool there. And then Dykes banging for mm-hmm. him. It's just that question mark I mean you've got a 20, mi- a a 20 million pound English Premier League striker And McBurney on the bench then I think they're too similar Gordon That's why I'm going with Shanklin This is my team remember This isn't mm-hmm, Steve yeah. I'm going. I'm just with... testing you I'm not saying I disagree I just like to try and I think I think McBurney and Dykes are, are a bit the same Right So I just like a, a, a sort of difference in there And I think Shanklin's a guy that All of a sudden he's not in the game And he's just bang balls Falls to him And he could be the difference That's my team Right that's Gordon Deal's recipe Is it a recipe for success Or a recipe for disaster You tell us How would your team compare How are you feeling Ahead of the game Are you confident I'd like to hear some confidence But if you're optimistic uh, If you're pessimistic Sorry um, I'll take that as well 01419511025 Right Mark Wilson Does your team beat Gordon's team no, Well I'll tell you what It's very similar oh, Very similar right, You know uh, I think he's got a point I think there will be a back four tonight uh, I think Marshall will be in goals O'Donnell Cooper I will go for McTominay as well At centre half And Robertson at left back Midfield four I'll go for McGregor and Fleck In the middle And I'll go for McGinn Playing off the right Maybe a wee bit more narrow And I'll go for Fraser And off the left To give a wee bit of width and pace And I'll go for Shanklins and Dykes Up front also really? okay. Yeah, I, I just think A good old fashioned 4-4-2 Four four two, maybe maybe McGinn uh, a wee bit narrower on the right hand side to allow Robertson to go up, but I think McGinn can join the attack pretty easily. Um, yeah, I think Fraser, although he has been out injured, he's not played a lot. I still think we need a wee bit of width in there, and I think he's a man to give us that. Shankland take Gordon's points on board totally. I think as a goal scorer, when you need a a goal poacher. He's your man And I think he'll He'll relate to playing off Dyke right, Same question to you then though With, with regards to Scott McTominay One of the main complaints That we always hear Is that we put square pegs In round holes Yet you want McTominay To play as a central defender When we've got two central defenders On the bench Yeah Yeah I, I think the way the game will go tonight I think we'll have plenty of the ball um, I think Steve Clark has shown That although it was a three he played in He's still willing to play McTominay At centre half um, so I don't think he'll have any qualms about that I think McTominay, the level he plays it Can handle that no problem at all uh, And I get that Gallagher and Portis are out and out defenders And aggressive And they love to defend their box I think when you go to international football You need much more to your game than that I think it'd be a big step for Portis And I'm a fan of Portis I think he's a good player And I think there'll be tests like this for him to come think throwing him in tonight might be a bit too much in a game of such magnitude and Steve Clark will go for an experienced cooler head at the back if you like who's played in the big occasion 
Alright, they've made their case I'm sure loads of you will disagree And this is the platform to do it 0141-951-1025 Come on here, tell us how you're feeling ahead of the game And who you would pick tonight Just before we hear the confirmed selection from Stevie Clark You can contact us on the phones Or on Twitter Let's kick off with Ken Who is calling in tonight Ken, would you say you are Optimistic about Scotland's chances this evening? Ken, are you with us? Oh yeah, oh sorry, Good. sorry No, it's fine, we've got you loud and clear How are you feeling tonight? You confident? Nervous? Oh, I'm, I'm always optimistic and hopeful that, that Scotland can, can win the game I mean, even when Betty Boats was in charge I was always optimistic that we were going to win um, Up until at least half time anyway, you know <laughs> So so I'm, I'm, I'm always hopeful I've always got that bit of hope in me, you know Um what are the main yet. considerations team-wise then, Ken? I mean, Gordon and Mark have given us their selections. Is there anyone in particular you're very keen to see, people that you don't want to see? Well, the people I'm keen to see have been sent home with COVID. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know, um, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I would like to see the Israelis heading back for the airport and running scare problems and just forfeiting the game. That's what I'd like to see. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's not going to happen, you know what I mean? Um, it's just, <laughs> as I said... You know, I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic about tonight. I'm sure that the stand-ins, as I don't know where the team is, uh, will give their all. I'm sure that every player will give their all tonight. Uh, I've no no doubts about that. And it's just fingers crossed, legs crossed, everything crossed, and uh, let's see if we can get the, the uh, to these finals. Yeah, I mean, Ken raises the point, Gordon, about. The, the coronavirus you, you can't ignore it I know you You kind of have to mm-hmm. But and, and by the way th- This is the challenge Facing different I'm not saying we're the only team That's got this I think Israel have got yeah, some, they've, some, got they've got some difficulties as well If Stevie Clark Was going to have a sleepless night Ahead of a big game Under normal circumstances How must he have been feeling Last night Because It looks like he had his team picked And we know for a fact That, that Well Almost for a fact Christy and Tierney would have played yeah. Armstrong there or thereabouts If you add in the injuries To Palmer and McKenna Those two would have played It's alright saying Forget about it Focus on who's here Just how disruptive Do you think that build up's been? Yeah your plans go out the window Gordon But I think you're right In what you said there As much as we've got our problems So is the opposition uh, Just going by what I'm hearing today in, in, in the news That they've got one or two Of their key players In fact more than that missing So they'll have to adjust as well the favour that we've got is It's our own surroundings It's Hamden Park Yeah we would love the Tartan Army in there Of course we would But It's our surroundings Dressing room The pitch Everything about it uh, Ken's talking about You know Hopefully players give That's a gimme That's not even an for debate If the players can't go out there And realise How important this game is To the nation tonight Especially with What a boost that would give the nation Gordon with what we're going through as well you know, to go out there and get a real positive result. Um, sometimes as a manager, when you, you you have a look at your team and then all of a sudden you have one or two injuries and then you have your knocks and then you, you go to, to, you know, you're going to your bed last night and you think, that's my team. It's picked for you. His team will be, have been picked for him because the options are gone. His formation may have changed. That's why I went with a back four. So sometimes it's just a case of saying, right, okay, that's what I'm dealt with. I've got to go with it. Listen, 
It's about personnel tonight. As much as formations we can talk tactics, it's about guys going out there and grabbing the opportunity and the chance to make the country. I think proud. that's a big thing. What you say there, the formation changing. So if you've got your plan set in a formation and you work a, mm-hmm. uh, you work everything round that. I think with Tierney being missing, yeah, that that would make him change. That's why I went to a four right away. As soon as you hear Tierney's out, you're thinking that that simplifies things. So how t- how tough is that then? Because I would imagine if he was going to stick with three five two, one of the main reasons for that would probably have been because he used it in the last camp as well, yeah. and therefore he's had a bit of time on the training ground. Our English Premier League players, for instance, Andy Robertson, John McGinn, played on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It's now Thursday. They've probably had very little chance to work on the training ground as it is And you've now had a last minute change yeah. Perhaps of, of formation So it's alright for us to go Oh we'll just change it, just play four It's hard, of course it's hard Because you know the ideas that Steve Clark's probably putting into his players are, Aren't necessarily the ideas that Jorgen Klopp or whoever else They're coming through would put into their team in that formation So difficult But still you have to rely on the quality of your players And the personnel that you've picked and if you're asking Andy Robertson to, to go back and play left back instead of left wing back You trust him and think he's one of the best left backs in the world You know, the other side, Stephen O'Donnell, if he plays right back He's played it a million times and, and played pretty successfully McTominay, a wee bit different to centre half But you just hope that you can mm. trust the ability that those players have to get you through What else is on your mind tonight, Ken? Well, well I think the, uh, it's about clubs releasing players for uh, internationals We know that and the thing in the paper today that Celtic uh, could say saying uh, the club will always be uh, do everything possible to protect the health and the well-being of our players, but the release of players for international matches is governed by the FIFA regulations. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure I'm right that a few months ago, when uh, shortly after the virus pandemic started, FIFA said that if clubs didn't want to release players for internationals, they would not face any punishments for it. I mean, is that true? And if it is, do you think people like Neil Lennon or me in the future go, no, I don't want them go, I don't want them go, we've got a big game coming up and they might, they might catch this virus? Funnily enough, that, that does ring a bell. Um, I'll, I'll need to check that because I, I can't remember specifically what FIFA said previously about their willingness or not to release players uh, for international duty. I'll, I'll double check that before I dive in. The only thing would be, Mark, managers across the the continent across the world will be will be feeling anxious. There's a spotlight on it because it's it's Ryan Christie at the moment. You know, it's not this is not only about about Celtic and Neil Lennon. Arsenal are clearly not very happy about it either. Yeah. And by the way, over the next couple of weeks, you could have a whole list of clubs that are facing similar yeah. situations. So that then leads other people to say, well, actually, what should have happened is that international football should have been scrapped at the yes. moment. Yes, and I think that is the main argument. Um, there's no doubt. You said that Gordon Managers all around Europe Will be frustrated at this Players will be frustrated at this You know uh, The the normal rule Is that if You refuse to release your player That the SFA hold uh, Is at the 14 day rule That they can't play then for the club But That may change But Yes the argument would be Why in this Pandemic Are we allowing You know Travel International teams to come into the country And, and Players then to meet up with other clubs You know You're changing bubbles And things That is the argument So you can see the frustration Especially when it's a huge game And this Ryan Christie only matters In this part of the country But You're, t- you're talking about It's a five day rule by the way You've, added, five... in, you've added another nine on Yeah, yeah, yeah he just likes to, to stay in the house But <laughs> if you're talking about The international I totally agree Mark 
I would have had a look at the international mm. football, but it's hard enough to try to keep our domestic game going. But if you're talking about that with travelling, I know that you're going to say, well, they're in a bubble, but we'll get teams travelling to Europe. You know, for I know, but you, you're bringing Tierney for Arsenal, mixing with Christie for uh, Celtic, uh, mixing with Armstrong for Southampton. Mm, yeah. So it's. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much to Ken. Let's hear a bit from James in Port Glasgow. What do you think, James? Have Scotland got enough to do the business tonight? I think they have, but my only concern is the fullback, right back. Um, I don't know why Phil Bardsley's not involved in the Scotland mm-hmm. squad playing in the Premier League and not missing a game this season so far. And I watched a few of them on Sky Sports and. Nothing to say that he shouldn't be starting for Scotland. Mm. Nothing he's not even in his squad. Yeah, I mean, I think it's from what I can gather. I think Stephen O'Donnell will probably occupy that right back spot tonight. Phil Bardsley is one. Did, Mark. They, he, did Phil Bardsley not retire? If I made that I, as well, I don't remember an official retirement. Um, but I don't think he's played since 2014 for Scotland. He's actually only got 13 caps. I think going back there was maybe. Um, some sort of um, what's the phrase fallout. I'm looking for? I don't. Yeah, maybe fallout. Maybe I don't like you. you so, don't some like people me. don't get on at, at international level for yeah, whatever reasons. But, but we've had various managers over that time, um, and his absence. Um, I mean, let's be honest. He's not. He's not played for seven years, and as as James says, he's been there. So can we assume that Phil Barsley is is not an option he, for whatever I, reason? I would. I would say so. Um, you know, because he plays at a good level, I suppose doesn't he mean. He's an automatic pick for Scotland. Um, oh, but actually, to be fair, on, on I, paper, I, he would be in that squad, he would wouldn't be he? In. It's, I, I, I reckon there's something else uh, underlying there. I, I replaced him. That was my one cap, does. Replaced for a word. So <laughs> did you, did you retire him? It's a If this guy's coming on for me, I'm out yeah, here. Yeah, and that, he, was about, that was about eight years ago. Yeah, so I might have been in the end for he, Phil. He plays in the Premier League, you're managing Breakin. <laughs> It's just different turns in the road Yeah Yeah, I mean James I think there clearly was There must be a reason There must be an underlying reason Whether the face didn't fit at one point Whether that's carried on Or whether the player has then said It's time to give it a miss Since Since Stevie Clark has come in Surely there's got to be a conversation You know You've got to pick the best players available to you And as far as I'm aware Phil Barsley is available James, how, you know, do you, how do you know? Sorry for interrupting. How do you know that Stevie Clark's not had that uh, conversation? Well, I don't. That's why I'm on asking the yeah, question. Yeah, uh, listen, it's a it's a very good question. And uh, if Barsley was in the squad, I think most people would pick him in front of Stephen O'Donnell at uh, right back. But we don't know what's going. On. I'm sure Stevie Clark, Aye. unless he doesn't fancy him, I'm sure Stevie Clark must have had a chat with with Barsley just to talk about his international career. Well, seeing your knees are made of chocolate because he's the same age as you and he's still going strong. He? Well, he's a year younger, I think. Are you thirty six? Aye, yeah, Aye. He's, he's nearly the same age as you and Is he's he? still going. I feel like well, you retired was... a decade ago. I did. Right. Okay. More on that. Uh, thanks to James in Port Glasgow 01419511025 Get your thoughts in on tonight's game We're going to hear from Stevie Clark uh, And Jason Leach He's not playing uh, But he's explained uh, the absence of some of the guys tonight We'll hear from them next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's a huge night for Scotland at Hamden And we've got that much anticipated starting 11 Andrew McLean 
Well, it's back to a back four for Steve Clark tonight, and it looks as if it will be a midfield diamond as well. It's David Marshall who starts in goal. It's a back four of Stephen O'Donnell, Declan Gallagher, Liam Cooper and Andy Robertson. It looks as if Ryan Jack will be at the base of that diamond with Scott McTominay and Callum McGregor in front of him. Then John McGinn, the most advanced midfielder, and Ollie McBurney and Lyndon Dykes both start up front together. So an interesting line-up there. The substitutes, McLaughlin, McCrory, Patterson, McLean, Porteous, Fleck, Fraser, Taylor and Shankland. As for Israel, some familiar faces in there. Ofer Marciano, he starts in goal. Hatem Abdelhamid starts for them as well. As does Nir Beton, interestingly, despite the fact that Neil Lennon said a couple of weeks ago that he thought it would be impossible for him to play in this game because of injury. And also Munus Boer and Eran Zahavi, the two danger men, both start up top together as well. Right, give us that Scotland team again. That's how big the game is. I want it twice. Let's, let's hear what, what it was. David Marshall starts in goal, the back four, Stephen O'Donnell, Declan Gallagher, Liam Cooper and Andy Robertson. It'll be a midfield diamond, Ryan Jack at the base of that, Scott McTominay and Callum McGregor in front of him. John McGinn, the most advanced midfielder and then a, mid, a strike force of Ollie McBurney and Lyndon Dykes. Just wondering, Andrew, because there's a lot of debate already, is it, a, is it a back three? You know, is it still McTominay, Gallagher and Cooper? Um, is do you have a is it a, is the UEFA team sheet got them lined up as a back four? Have, have you had a whisper well, from someone? The UEFA, the UEFA team sheet has it lined up as a back four. Although to be fair to you, I have seen plenty of UEFA team sheets yeah, exactly. in my time, and they are far from accurate. So you could be right; it could well be a back three as well. Plenty to debate, mm-hmm. but it could be McTominay, Gallagher, and Cooper as a back three with O'Donnell and Robertson as wing backs, and then it could be Jack McGregor and McGinn as a midfield three with McBurney and Dykes up top. What do you think it will be, Gordon? Um, because I. I I don't know either, but Andrew is right. The UEFA team sheet is not mm. is not always even close. Um, but that would still make sense. O'Donnell, um, Gallagher, Gallagher, Cooper, and Robertson as a back four would make sense. Yeah, I'm hoping it's a back four, Gordon. I I'd be a bit concerned with uh, Gallagher, McTominay, and Cooper as three centre backs, and O'Donnell's a wing back with Robertson. I think the diamond. I said it. Earlier uh, When I named my team I think the diamond Is the way to go When you're playing Two up top So it'll be interesting When the game kicks off But I would prefer it It's up to Steve Clark It's him That picks a team And lives and dies By his results But me personally I would prefer it To line up as a four tonight Listen Maybe he's picked up Personnel Because it can Quickly change In the game Two or three If needs be Um, I mean When I heard the names I automatically Wrote down a three I thought it was uh, It was just made for Gallagher McTominay and Cooper With Jack in front O'Donnell right Robertson left McGinn McGregor And the two up front So It just shows you It's adaptable And maybe Steve Clark's thinking If the game isn't going our way Or Equally If we get our noses in front And we need to be a wee bit more defensive You can quickly change to a five So uh, It'll be interesting to see um, How how they line up A big night For Declan Gallagher uh, And Stephen O'Donnell you wouldn't say the two of them have been in great form for their club this year and now they're pitched in to one of the biggest games that Scotland have had in over a decade. So, a big night for those two. Uh, let's bring in Josh and Irvin, see what he makes of that team, Josh. Are you happy with it? All right, gentlemen, how are we doing? Good, Josh. Hey, Good. Josh. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel, I feel like, I mean, obviously, gutted that uh, I'm going to be sitting in my house watching this. We should be in the stadium. Uh, with we, we 50,000 people cheering the team on But um, obviously needs must at the moment mm-hmm. So, um, But yeah, the, the team I've, I've got to say, I, I was the same as Mark um, When I seen the team immediately I thought, right, that's, that's McTominay 
in at centre-back. But then, obviously, um, you have said there about the diamond, and I suppose that does work as well um, with, with those names. So we'll probably just have to wait and see how he lines up um, just prior to the game. But I've, I've got to say, the two big things for me that struck, struck out was uh, the front two. I don't remember the last time we played two recognised strikers mm-hmm. um, in a Scotland team. Uh, you know, I, I, I think we might have played two against San Marino or Gibraltar or one of those, you know, the pub team games. Um, but um, I don't remember a, a game of any magnitude we were played two up the top. So it's a big, big night for McBurney for me because he's now playing and he's preferred to, you know, with a, yep. a striking partner. Um, and, and he's talked about that um, in pressers and, and whatever else. So it'll be really interesting to see how he does the night. It's a big night for him to kind of change the attitudes of a lot of people. Um, and the other thing, guys, that that's, uh, stuck out for me uh, that I was really happy about was um, Jack and McGregor both playing in midfield. Nearly every time that they've played in midfield I've been really impressed Um, And it would have been the first time That two kind of old firm Serial winners are able to go Into the the Scotland midfield And form a partnership Um, You know I'm just thinking of of, of Teams of the past that have have, have done that as well So I think that's going to be A really um, strong midfield Um, If McTominay's in there as well You know I'm happy enough I hope we're going to the back four tonight, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we ch- if he'll change it from last month. We'll need to wait and see. Yeah, that that is the thing, Mark. I wonder if you are biased thinking that it's a a three five purely because that's what Stevie Clark's done before. Because if you just looked at the names on paper, you wouldn't you wouldn't think, oh well, McTominay will be at the back yeah, three. No, right, um, yeah. So if it is a back four, and it's all right to say, and I'm seeing it on Twitter, and you said it as well. Yes, Stephen O'Donnell. Uh, Declan Gallagher Mother haven't been Brilliant this season Those two Perhaps not At, at the, the absolute top Of their, their game But they've played For Scotland before And if it is a back four They're playing in their Recognised position So does that mean No excuses Because the one accusation Is square pegs And round holes And it's alright Saying you know oh, Stephen, Stephen O'Donnell's The only right back In the squad yeah. He's the only one you, you can only pick What you have yeah. Um, yeah. And by the way He's had good games For Scotland in the past As well Declan Gallagher Let's be honest it's him or Ryan Porteous And if someone thinks that Ryan Porteous is a better option Fine, I don't think anyone would get offended by that But at least if it's a back four That is everyone on that pitch Playing in a recognised position. position Yeah, And that has been the criticism um, Of Steve Clark And previous Scotland managers also um, And you even look at our, our domestic game That Neil Lennon's come in for criticism about that as well Trying to fit players into systems and the big argument is Tierney, Robertson How do you get them into the system and, and you're juggling things about You're totally right Gordon With those guys Everybody's recognised position Fits into that four So if that's the way he lines up There is no excuses Josh's point about McBurney though I, I, I would totally agree with that It's a big night for McBurney Now he's got the big price tag He's playing the Premier League I still think he has a lot to prove for Scotland And he's, he has to prove it on the biggest stage What a night it would be if he could put in a big performance and grab a goal for Scotland, it would go a long way to restoring some faith in him again. I know it wasn't his fault what happened before him pulling out the squad, but fans have this in their mind and things like that stick with him. If he puts in a big performance tonight, he, he could quickly become a fan's favourite. Yeah, the big thing tonight is I, I love that being so positive, Gordon, two strikers. I think that, that his hand was forced with that because 
If you're going to play the one striker up there, usually you maybe play two wingers, like say Forrest and Fraser, either side, but not available. Fraser don't think had enough game time. He's on the bench. Yeah. If you were going to play one off, Christie's tailor made, yep. not there. So I think that he's decided with his hands hands forced. Now, it's brilliant. Me personally, if I if if I'm looking at that team and I'm the opposition, I'm hoping he plays a three. Because I think you would have a better chance of beating Scotland. Also, in the, the fact of McBurney, yeah, I love the fact that two up there. The most important thing, Mark, is well know, mm-hmm. we've got to get service. Yeah. yeah. Uh Josh, you've said that you know two up top pleases you. Jack and McGregor playing together pleases you. Anything worry you? Um well I suppose it depends on the uh, depends on the formation we start at. I mean if McCromney's at centre back that worries me. Uh, not because the boy's not a, a top top player, uh, but because um, you know, and, and Mark will Mark will tell you, you know, uh, as a defender, if you don't get that kind of switched on defensive mind, and and you don't play as a defender, you might miss out on you know um, opposition players making runs that a defender would be able to anticipate. Um, so that that might worry me, um, Gallagher. I've got to say, Gallagher, and I'm going off tangent here, but I don't think he's had a particularly good club season so far. You could, there's actually a fair argument to say that Ryan Portis has been a better player this season, but I wouldn't just chuck Ryan Portis in. So um, I suppose Gallagher and Cooper you've got to go with. Um, no much natural width in there, um, but later on in the game, if we're struggling to get a goal, you know, you've got Ryan Fraser there. You can bring him, him on for pace. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I mean a couple of things, but there's there's nothing that's shouting out at me right now as a kind of red flag. Yeah, I mean, Mark, when you're looking at Gallagher versus Portis in terms of of club form at the moment, Josh says he thinks Portis has the edge. Some people would possibly agree with that. There's not a great deal of experience. I mean, Declan Gallagher's got two caps to Portis is zero, but I wonder if that. Is that the the five percent that puts right. it in, in Gallagher's favour? I think uh, listen, playing for Scotland is a huge thing. You know the the fact that Declan Gallagher has been there, he's been around the training camp, he's familiar with things. I think that might have just given the edge over Portis, who is is joining. Uh, is this his first time up with the senior squad? I think he's been has in a been, squad once, but he's yeah. never been capped. So he's never been capped. He's never had any game time. And I think it does just give Gallagher the edge I like Portis uh, I think he's aggressive as a centre-half And managers love that About guys who just want to defend But I think You know, that's why Gallagher's just got the nod tonight over him Those two caps before Professional players know, know when they're taking part in a really big game And since we came into this camp There's been a little edge So I know the players are ready They'll be, they'll be ready for the game And the magnitude of the game Don't worry about that I'm not really one for big speeches I, I think when it comes to that I trust my players I trust the Trust the attitude and the mentality of the players to get it right on these big occasions. So the rather than a, a rousing Braveheart speech, it will be calm, measured words to try and help them to get through the game in, in the best way possible and get the, the right result for the country. It's been a long wait for it. Uh, I'm, I'm sure all the countries that are involved in the, the, the playoff games for Euro 2020 are now, are now glad that the moment's arrived. Uh, and we're, listen, we're, we're all passionate and, and proud to be part of it, so... Desperate to get started and, and get on with it Josh you sound optimistic Kick us off with our first prediction of the evening How's it going to go? I'm going to say that We are going to win 2-0 And McBurney's going to get his first goal 
There we go Thank you very much to Josh and Irvin Good time for you to call We're going to get travel And you could be up next 01419511025 Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard One hour to kick off at Hamden Scotland against Israel in this Euro playoff If we win this we face the winner of Norway and Serbia They're also taking on each other So that's one to keep an eye on But of course the main focus goes to Hamden The team has been announced What do you make of it? You can find it on our Twitter feed at Clyde SSB Uh, So react there or on the phones 01419511025 Callum O'Rourke's on Twitter He's pretty happy He says a pretty physical team with a diamond Quite exciting actually Think it'll work well Mon, uh, Come on Scotland um, Grum hopes McBurney gets a job done To get the fans off his back He wants to be there Same can't be said for a few players uh, That we've had Daniel Henderson has Concerns over O'Donnell And Gallagher uh, So a bit of a mixed bag um, But hopefully it is enough To get the job done Gordon what would be the concern for you What are we What are, what are we lacking And I know it sounds like A very glass Half empty question mm. But it's, it's worth Bearing in mind uh, Bit of pace um, I also think that If you've got Two strikers Of McBurney And Dykes We've got to get Quality balls Probably from the Wide areas I think we'll get that In abundance If we can get Robertson up and down The left hand side uh, O'Donnell's maybe A little bit different um, I I w- my big concern, Gordon, with the personnel is I think a three would put us in trouble tonight. I think that that uh, sort of space between the Gallagher and O'Donnell would cause us problems. And I don't think Cooper and the other side likes going out to the left-back positions because you know that Robertson's going to just charge up and down the pitch. So I would like it to be a four. And I know that everybody says, well, in the last two or three games that Steve Clark's went with a three... This is top, supposedly top class professionals. A back four, as Mark will tell you, is the easiest formation if you're a defender to play in. You don't need a lot of coaching in that. It's not when I put that out for breaking. Played <laughs> <laughs> a back four last night and lost six. I think you should just play a back ten with your goalkeeper <laughs> sweeping. Um, but it is at that level, you t- these players, like, I don't know. That's his natural position Robertson's natural position Gallagher's probably natural position And Cooper So They're all comfortable in that formation I just think a three You know the gaps would cause us problems I could be wrong but I just think it will uh, Let's bring in Jeffrey on the line And see what he's hoping for tonight Hi Jeffrey. Hi how are you? Not bad are you uh, Yeah Good. I'm fine I've got deviled loyalties Because I'm so I am Jewish, so my loyalty is split down the middle. Um, I think if we play a back four, we'll do well because we need to keep their front, the Israeli front two, like Zahavi, at bay because he's their danger man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm quite happy with the team. I'm quite happy with the team, but I think we need to play a back four. Yeah, I mean, Mark, we had, <laughs> as far as international football goes, we're sick fed up of the sight of Israel because we've, Played them yeah, in the Nations League pre- we, we got here by winning a group that contained Israel We've now been drawn in them in, uh, with them in this year's Nations League And we've just played them in that recently as well How much better does Scotland need to be than they were that night? No, that's the thing We've yeah. had we've had a close-up look at Israel yeah. We weren't great that night And we've probably got a reduced squad strength this mm-hmm. evening 
Well, what the, we we can't use that as an excuse, you know, players going out because we should have a squad capable enough still of getting through. You're right. We've had a good look at Israel. Now the problem with these ties and, and European ties is you quite often say. You know, the lesser known teams aren't what they used to be And they can spring surprises Well, we've played this team on numerous occasions We should certainly know their, their threats and dangers I don't think we learned for it the last time When you, you see the goal we concede But the 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 players should be well versed And I'm pretty sure they are with Steve Clark And knowing what goes into his preparation They'll know each player and system they're up against on the And I think that puts us in a better position but you're right, the performance level has to be so much better than it was that night. It was flat. I thought it was flat at Hamden and Christie scores a penalty. And we didn't really lift ourselves. It has to be a much higher tempo tonight. I think if we play at a really high tempo, and I touched on it before, if we get our big players with big performances, we will have enough. But, you know, it's, it's big ifs and buts, but we certainly know what we're up against. So there's no shocks in that respect Yeah, and there's real team, Gordon um, I was very surprised to see Nier Beaton in there I thought mm-hmm. he had no chance of making it But he plays tonight El Hamed plays Marciano plays And Jeffrey mentioned some of the, the danger men Dabur as well If you remember the one that uh, Was it Scott McTominay? That was his his glaring one from the yeah. first game Where he let it go over well, his head dead. And he totally misjudged it A header from uh, Dabur, I think it was mm-hmm. um, And a, a great save from David Marshall So... We kind of know where the the danger could come from Yeah, I I think that we'll have to play at our best tonight Now, we say every time Scotland's playing Look at the players that we've got Look at the level they've got They're they're playing at We need to get Just forget that We've got to go out there And I think Steve Clark says today Doesn't matter how you get the victory tonight It's not about how well you play Or tactically how you got it right It's about winning a game of football this will be a tough game. I know that, you know, our advantage is the surroundings and everything about it. Um, but you've just named players there that are playing at a, a very good level as well. So if we're off it tonight, they're certainly get players that can punish us. And they showed um, they don't fear. The last time they came to Hamden, okay, as I say, unfortunately we've not got the, the roar of the Tartan army. But... They'll be they'll be up for this and they're confident as well. You know what's a, a concern for me? You were just asking Dazia, and I think he's right with a lack of pace and width. Is if it isn't going to plan, and Steve Clark turns around and looks at the bench, and you look at what you've got to really come on and change things. I think before you, when Armstrong wasn't in the team and things like that, you always looked at him. Yep. He would come on and inject pace and power. You know, you're looking at Fraser, but. There's a reason Fraser's not in the starting 11 It's because he's not played enough Game football. changers you're looking We're thin on the ground We're thin in the ground Shanklin to nick a goal Shanklin to nick a goal But he's not going to create a goal You know what I mean He's not going to create one out of nothing He needs service And if things aren't going to plan With that starting 11 It's You know Steve Clark's looking around Thinking who's going to come on here I think if things aren't going to If things aren't going to plan Looking at our starting 11 Mark I think he's got the opportunity to change his shape with the players that he's got yeah. Right um, And if that doesn't go to plan Steve Clapp must have all these thoughts in his mind Thinking Right What can I do to be positive What can I do if You know we're one and one nil And probably hanging on How can I t-? So All the game plans will be there He just has to make sure He gets it right at the right time uh, Jeffrey Lyndon Dykes And Ollie McBurney We don't see two strikers Too often Um 
Lyndon Dykes has only just come into the team McBurney's had a bit of a difficult start to life as a Scotland striker How do you see as an attack? Um, well, um, Lyndon Dykes, got to give him a chance I mean, I reckon I reckon um, the manager should have probably picked him well before this um, when he decided that he was going to play for Scotland. Um, I'm, I don't know. It's going to be tough tonight. We, as, as we've been saying and as I've been listening to, we need to play our best. And then it's going to be a tough final. And I, I'm assuming if Norway play to their strength, um, it's going to be a, a difficult final. Um, um, I don't know. I'm really... I'm, I don't want... I'm predicting... A, a, Maybe a 2-0 scoreline for Scotland I like it, I like your optimism We'll take that, that moves us on nicely Thanks Geoffrey Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Always time for Beat the Pundit though Just to take us away for a couple of minutes The pre-match nerves are starting to kick in Let's see if we can get a winner For the listeners on Beat the Pundit The sign balls are standing by Are you ready to take on Mark Wilson or Gordon DL? Now is your time to call 0141 951 1025 And your chance to beat the Pundit is next You must call before 7 Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Under 45 minutes now to go until kick-off at Hamden For Scotland against Israel It is a massive game It's been a pretty bumpy preparation And I must say Coronavirus is not only causing havoc At international and domestic level But at youth international level as well Scotland's under-19s Played against England today That had to be abandoned During the game And the fallout for that Is going to be quite a big story I think in the coming days So I'll tell you all about it After we do this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football The main victory we're hoping for Is at Hamden But After that I'm kind of hoping That David and Blackburn Can come on here And get one over on Mark Wilson or Gordon Deal. How's it going David? I'm not too bad, how are you? Yeah, not bad at all Are you confident about Scotland's chances? What, what are you more confident about? Scotland's chances or your chances on Beat the Pundit? Oh, that's a tricky question <laughs> I'm hoping we get a victory tonight I do, I really do hope we get one right, two <coughs> We didn't play very well against them last time but Nah, we did not Let's hope we turn up tonight Right, well I'll toss the coin and see if you take on Mark or Gordon It's heads for Mark, tails for Mr DL and it's Tails Gordon DL Up against David in Blackburn I can hear David celebrating In the background mm-hmm. Let me give you some Clyde 2 Yeah Okay Right okay uh, Do you know what I love When I put them in Clyde 2 It just gives them more ammunition I'm not for Clyde I've, You're about to be I've never known <laughs> someone speak about you. Who sings the wrong song lyrics More than this guy right. Honestly It is incredible Price, he make, It's almost like he makes them up So I'm interested to see What he'll come oh. back with Right we've given him uh, some clay to now Right David 30 seconds on the clock You're up against Gordon It's pretty simple All you need to know Is that you can pass So if you don't know it Pass quickly And we'll get through As many as possible Alright Okay look Right 30 seconds Your chance to beat the pundit Starts now Name any of John McGinn's brothers Paul How many consecutive Domestic trophies Have Celtic won 13 Which Italian club Did Francesco Totti play for Totti Roma what was the scoreline the last time Scotland played Israel? 1-1 one, one. What year did Rangers sign Lorenzo Amoruso? 2003 Name either side that takes part in the Super Classico 
super classical pass. Which Scottish side are nicknamed the Honest Men? Clyde, I was going to say, but it's not the bully. I don't know. Right, okay. Air, I think. Air United, maybe. We'll bring Gordon Dale back. Gordon, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Gordon, yes, I can. Loud and clear. Same set of questions to you. Okay. 30 seconds on the clock. Yep. Your time starts now. Name any of John McGinn's brothers. Paul. How many consecutive domestic trophies have Celtic won? Loving. Which Italian club did Francesco Totti play for? Uh, Roma. What was the score line the last time Scotland played Israel? 1 1. What year did Rangers sign Lorenzo Amoruso? 2000. Name either side that takes part in the Super Classical. Pass. Which Scottish side are nicknamed Honest Men? Air. What nationality is St Mirren's Joe Shaughnessy? Joe Shaughnessy? Ari. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, David, how do you think that went? Aye, he got the he got the United, didn't he? I think oh, it is United. No, right. Let's find out. Name any of John McGinn's brothers. You had the choice of Stephen or Paul. You both got it correct. How many consecutive domestic trophies of Celtic won? That was obviously a guess from you. I take it. No, no. I do my homework. Was it eleven? It is eleven. <sighs> He's got it. Do you not know that one, David? It better not be thirteen. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's eleven. Gordon got it right. Which Italian club did Francesco Totti play for? Well, I know. It's Roma. I knew, this I is so this him. is so frustrating. I, I know how it go on then tell us. I know this story. I, I went to Capri and if you've ever been to Capri you got the, the sort of a it's very steep and it's a lovely place. You must have been on a few quid back then. You, uh, do, you, do, you don't and, holiday in Capri for, anymore. You're more of a Danun man now. And all these kids all these kids come running screaming the place down. I thought, God, have they recognised me? <laughs> And next minute, the guy next to me puts his kid on his shoulder and he starts running. The security come out and it was Totti and he says, "He does that. That's not Italian, is it? I'll get you in the bar later." So that's how I. <laughs> you thought the crowd was gathering for you. I thought it was coming for me. So that's how I knew that you played the Roma. Anyway, uh, what was the scoreline? The last you both got that, by the way. What was the last time Scotland played Israel? It was one all. You both got it. In what year did Rangers sign Lorenzo Amoruso? It was ninety seven. Oh, None just of down. you got it So it's 4-3 At the Sp- moment games? Name either side That takes part In the Super Classical Boca Juniors Or River Plate Yeah it doesn't matter Because you got None of you got it So oh, good David Keep it um, going David. Which Scottish side Are nicknamed The Honest Men It's Air United David knew that And he kind of said <laughs> Something else first But I'm just going to give him it It's International oh, Night And I'm feeling What I'm, did David say first? He said um, uh, Something along the lines of I was going to say Clyde But it's not okay, It's we'll Air It's answer. Air Nah I think I'll give him it um, What's what, his course over? You're still up by one And what nationality St Mirren's Joe Shaughnessy He's Irish There we go It didn't matter in the end <sighs> You have pipped him One, two, three, four, six To four So David You put up I have Real good show tonight, mate. And I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you. He doesn't, he sounds so. I've got beat by the better man. Thank you, David. Yeah, well, there's no arguing there. Uh, Try, try Mark next time. (laughs) See, David, that's the difference between you and him because if you had won, he wouldn't have admitted that. He would have spat the dummy, he would have come up with excuses. David's taking what's called the moral high ground. He's the bigger man. No, the reason I say this, Gordon, simple, as I was going over to Clyde to a Katir, David, with a wee. You know, we smirk, we no, laugh. No, I don't think so. Off. I think he treated you with the I've, utmost respect. I got DL. Uh, I thought the two of them were terrible. I thought they were the easiest questions we've had. Well, six is all right. You only answered I eight did, questions. I should have flew through them. You but wouldn't have known poor. the year Amoruso yeah, signed. Ninety-seven. Huh? Yeah. 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 Okay. After a venti, huh? actually, you wouldn't have lost six goals last night for game as a night. No. 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 <laughs>
<laughs> I'm not being funny I, This is true Because see if he had told me this I would never have believed it I heard from multiple people That although Breakin lost 6-2 last night They actually played pretty well And when the third go- <laughs> I, I, Honestly if he had told me this I would, have, I would have laughed exactly like you But when the third goal went in And they went 3-0 down What I heard was This is really harsh And Breakin have been really good Up until this point I'm serious Were you good last night? As yeah, good as you can yeah, be in a 6-2 like defeat It sounds madness but do, you know, <laughs> do you know what's worrying me right? Yeah. Just quickly You played well last night Half's on you You beat 6-2 with Dundee United And you go to Perth on Saturday See if you don't play well Fuck we're there right, Mark Wilson <laughs> <laughs> It's all about goals Doesn't matter if you score them It's all about goals Funnily enough I think I'm about to ruin your night In a roundabout way Now Coronavirus has caused havoc For the Scotland national team it has had knock-on effects for Well, various teams so far St Mirren and Hamilton and Aberdeen spring to mind um, But recently, of course, the high-profile examples of Odson Edward Who's test positive, we hope he's okay In theory, might Or, you know, can make the, the, the game on the 17th Against Rangers uh, Ryan Christie, though, by the looks of it, won't He's going to have to isolate for 14 days Now, you actually have one of your breaking players Playing for Scotland under-19s today, didn't you? Mm, yeah, Connor Barron on Got him on loan from Aberdeen uh, Terrific young midfielder Centre midfielder He was away He starts uh, He starts regularly for that age group Right A real strange one He's now going to have to isolate for 14 days I'm afraid to tell mm. you Along with the entire Scotland under 19 squad Which also includes some first team players from Hamilton Ackies I think mm. there was a Ross County player in there as well Now The game against England under 19s today Was abandoned before half time So the game started and then it was abandoned Now a statement's gone out tonight um, From the Scottish FA Basically Underlining what's, Or trying to underline what's happened So the under 19 squad and the backroom staff All tested negative on Sunday Which is fine And that enabled them to play against England So the statement says Three players who were based in England Then joined up with the squad And they were tested again They had been in isolation Hadn't contacted anyone else However Despite testing negative Head coach Billy Stark Who's a name that you'll all know Has now tested positive this afternoon So before we go any further We wish Billy all the best Hopefully uh, he comes through that fine Um, Now the result of that second test Was then relayed to the under-19 team manager By the sounds of it The game had already started And the game then had to be abandoned So Billy Stark's now going to travel home in isolation He has to isolate for 10 days Um, But the playing group the entire squad and the backroom team have to undertake precautionary self isolation for fourteen days. Um, that, I mean, that, it's a strange situation when the results get relayed to the coach during the game. Now, I thought all these protocols were put in place so teams were going into games certain that everybody was clear to abandon the game at half time. Is something we've not heard of yet in any. Any of the football we've seen Throughout all the tests that have been Put out in Scottish football And world football To abandon the game at half time So There is failure Before half time During Before the half game time. I think, yeah. so, I think so Someone has made A huge error uh, And it affects Now a lot of players uh, And a lot of teams mm. In different ways It affects my plans obviously But it affects the first team players Like say there was Hamilton Ross County It affects them as well It affects the, the young players who thought they were going down there to play in two decent games against England? Um, it's going to it, listen. It's going to seep into our clubs. 
uh, all throughout the country, and we're going to have to deal with it. But that one in particular is an mm. odd occasion. I wonder if more will come out about that. I mean, I don't want to joke, Gordon, mm. because Billy Stark has tested positive again. I'll, I'll reiterate it. Hopefully, he's all right. But yeah. all this talk about. Club managers withholding their players from international football I never for a second thought that Breakin would be trying to pull their on loan players out of, of Scotland under 19 squads But that just shows you the the depth yeah. of the problem Yeah, it's, it's incredible what's going on, Gordon And, you know, you never thought you'd hear of that during the game Not even got get to half time And uh, obviously everybody's involved then uh, I was just going to ask Mark there I know that obviously you had to go through the test for Dundee United Do you have to do another one before? No That covers you so, for seven days? Uh, no, so yeah that covers us for seven right. days so, so the timing Yeah the timing of that test was We got it after our friendly on Saturday evening That takes us through to, We've been told Saturday night after the St. So, John's so that game. covers you to play top flight opposition In Dundee Twice. United last night and St. John's yes. today okay. Yeah uh, so, At the weekend, sorry Yeah, what's the difference? I know that's yeah. what Yeah but these guys uh, It's so confusing It is yeah. so confusing But It's just It's there to try and protect people But it is confusing um, Yeah I mean Just to recap the news from yesterday Was that Odson Edwards Participation in the Old Firm Derby Is in serious doubt um, He technically can I think he only has to isolate Until the Friday That's or that's when he's going to come back From mm. France The game's on Saturday Lunchtime So he might You never know um, The obvious other example would be Ryan Christie, who along with Kieran Tierney was judged to be a close contact of Stuart Armstrong, who tested positive, and they've been told to isolate for 14 days. Both players and both of their clubs, not just Celtic, but Arsenal as well, um, very frustrated, verging on angry, because they don't feel like they've they've done anything wrong. They are pretty adamant that they were not too close to, to Stuart Armstrong. Um, the health authorities feel differently. Here is what Scotland's National Clinical Director Jason Leach had to say about it. The local health protection team in Lothian treats footballers the way it treats workers in call centres or you in your media job or, or me. We, we phone up the positive case. We ask the positive case their history, where they've been for two days prior to the symptoms beginning. That's sometimes very straightforward. Sometimes, particularly in football, it's slightly more complex. And then they make a judgment about who they have been in close contact with. So they understand that nature of hotel rooms versus houses versus cafes or dinners or buses. The health protection team in Lothian have decided who the contacts are and those contacts have been asked to self-isolate. I, I cannot intervene or second guess what that process is. That's exactly how the process should work. And footballers are not treated any differently in that bit of the process than any other member of our society. It would be lovely to get Jason Leach on maybe for a lengthier chat, Mark, just to try and, and clear up some, some questions that people may have because he, he uses the example and going on the words there, how can you not accept that? Footballers aren't, they're not, they're not special. They know they're, they're subject to the same protocols. That's what, what Jason Leach is, is underlining there. And he mentions people who work in, in call centres and all the rest of it. The only thing that might confuse some people People who work in call centres aren't tested yeah. twice a week. Yeah, and that's the big argument. And the footballers yeah. are. I, I know from previous discussions on the show with Jason Leach, um, his take on that would be that testing alone is not enough. You have to then follow the other um, procedures, which which is fair enough. But that, for me and, and maybe for others, would be where the the comparison with call centre workers is is not it's not bang on. It's not the exact same situation. No, so. it certainly isn't. And uh, football teams and football clubs will argue, why are they testing twice a week then? What what is this cost or enduring if it if it doesn't really mean anything if they can get away with it? But our football clubs in the top flight are getting tested twice weekly. 
Uh, and sometimes even more where they're having to return negative tests if they've been told to self-isolate. So I do think it's hugely unfair. Um, to be I fair, don't though, think we, we are not clinicians. And Jason Leach on the show, the last time we asked him, said that, that that's what you've got to bear in mind. The testing alone is not enough. You have to do the isolation as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, again, the argument would be that then why why are we? Why are we spending so much money? Now I'm not talking about Celtic and Rangers who, who can afford that. I'm talking about guys like Hamilton and, and, and teams at the bottom of the league and St Mirren and things. It's huge amounts of money and they're having to do it. But if you're telling us it's not enough, then or, or you're the same as call centre people or, or people that work in a factory. No, it's not right. I don't think footballs footballers are asking for special treatment, but I think different sanctions are being put in football. They're following those sanctions but they're still getting treated the same if this test and tracing come up. So hugely frustrating for the players because they felt they've done nothing wrong and now they're missing huge games for the clubs. Yep, got to take it on the chin and um, move on with it, I guess. 01419511025, that's the number Tommy in Greenock is on. What are you expecting tonight, Tommy? Um, well, I've been three points and can I relate back to the last two games, the final games, as well, and the Czech Republic paper boys. Mm-hmm. Um, Wyndham Dykes, uh, every ball he got Apart from his goal Was his back to goal That guy Can't work That's the stuff that He's got to get a ball Over the top A ball into space To be any good for Scotland uh, And I don't think him in his best light Because of that um, Most of the passes In them two games Were sideways And backwards uh, I couldn't even We started off In the 18 yard line In the opposition And then we up Back at the goalkeeper Whereas Israel had three passes In the running 18 yard box And the last one I'm Maybe most worried about in the last two games we've got penalties. If VAR would have been getting used when they got penalties, but it's getting used tonight. Uh, possibly, I I think there was a bit of a split. Funnily enough, Tommy, your timing's unbelievable. McGinn's penalty award against Israel a hand in the last time on TV, as you said that. Um, given V, I mean VAR's just another look at it, Mark. I, I think that one could have been given. I know a lot of people think yeah. it was soft, but I think that that could have been given. Yeah, me too. Um, um, we've seen again. What about Tommy's? We could ground on that all day. That's that's fine. That's just Tommy's opinion versus whoever. Tommy makes some interesting points about Dykes, though. He did a lot of good work last time, mm-hmm. but it was all back to goal. How do we try and get him in a? I think I think if you've got right, you look at two centre forwards. I think the. Thrive on balls from the, the wide areas You look at Dykes' goal Palmer's cross in Which was absolutely brilliant And Dykes' instinct is in there And he gets his goal um, I think we're going to need a bit of that tonight I think Andy Robertson certainly Will supply it on the left You know, Stephen O'Donnell on the right hand side He'll be a willing worker He got him down there, Gordon uh, but we've got to try and play at the strengths We've got to forget about the last few games Because that goes right out the window It's nothing to do with The last time it was 1-1 at Hamden It's nothing to do with that It's a different team The importance of this game is unreal And we've got to handle it I don't care if it's the worst Scotland performance ever As long as the result is a positive one It's a weird one though Tommy Because he, 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 I know what you're saying You he did it all with his back to go But he was pretty good at it So surely if we can get guys round about him And, and move the full team up the pitch Is it still possible that we can get a tune out of Lyndon Dykes Dropping deep and linking things up It makes you wonder Whether he'd like to be good in the correct balls You know what I mean That's, that's what I'm saying it, it, It'd probably be a lot better Probably for the half a dozen goals maybe Especially against the Czech Republic Yeah but the thing Sorry Tom The, the thing I will say to you Gordon You, you 
brought up a good point there. The first you, time for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your forwards dictate where you play the game. Now, yes, Dykes playing with his back to goal. If he can hold the ball up there for us, it gets the back men up, it gets the midfield where everybody keeps telling us how strong we are in there, gets them up in the final third, and we can go and play from there and be a, a dangerous team. If our front men don't hold the ball up, then it's a long night. So as much as we would love to get down the wings and put terrific balls in and let our centre-forwards go and attack them, these centre-forwards have another job to do. They've still got to get us up the park, hold the ball up, whether it's a free kick or bring the midfield player, the full-backs into play, but get us up, get us a respite, get us up there mm. and start the attack for there. What about the rest of the team, Tommy? Are you relatively comfortable with that? Are you happy with it? Well, that's what it is. We've just got to go with what we've got into. It's just, I just thought the last time we looked awful nervous. It just, the, the balls were, it was quick passes, but they were into the wrong places and we couldn't even sort of control the game at all in any way, shape, or form. It wasn't even Marshall last time, I think, Czech Republic to beat us because they pulled up some outstanding saves. And it just makes it usual when you're watching Scotland, you sit behind the couch with one eye on the TV, don't you? I know I, I get the feeling It could be one of those nights And yeah We might have to call on David Marshall Mark he's, he, he's been brilliant ah, For Scotland You have he's to been say great. He's, he's a top class goalkeeper Had a, a great career But that's what he's there for I think we're too overcritical Sometimes When Our goalies Make saves I think Some of your fans think oh, Teams have no divine right To have shots at your goalie At international level You're always going to Come under pressure And concede chances And it's important That you've got A top class goalie like Marshall To keep them out But of course You don't want to invite too much The the quick point About the two strikers I would make is How frustrating is it That we're getting into A game of this magnitude And these two Have never lined up Together You know We always talk about Partnerships Whether it's central defence Or the midfield partnerships And how you play And react to each other And strikers As Daz says Such an important position And McBurney And Dykes mm. Never played together. Never yeah. played together So I hope it works Keep my fingers crossed I mean you look at the danger men um, Minister Boer's last goal At all for anyone you Any idea who it was against? So we're talking about David Marshall Any Wigan, idea who, who, who his know. last Cardiff. goal was against? Wigan Cardo What? Minister Boer? I don't know I'm just shouting names. The last goal he scored Was into Manuel Neuer Oh Neuer right For right. Hoffenheim against Bayern Munich There you go um, And Boateng played And Davis played And Alava And Pavard And Kimmich um, So hopefully Gallagher, Gallagher And O'Donnell Cooper And Cooper Can can do the best. I know that's a Pretty selective yeah. example This happens all the time In international football But that gives you the well, so gives uh, you, the idea. you know what That gives you the idea Of the quality we're up against By People way, see they, Israel They beat Bayern Munich 4-1 that day Aye so uh, We play against Israel People think it's the Israel For a 25 years ago That these guys are playing In some backwater That's no good These guys are playing In top European sides And that's That's the challenge It faces This team tonight Our, our Scotland boys tonight It's going to be tough It'll be nervy um, And we've got to hope That when we get our chances We take them Right Tommy Enjoy your night Down the back of the couch That was Tommy In Greenock 0141 These two are going to be Absolutely hopeless At this teaser I'll get the question To them next This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Building up to kick off at Hamden Scotland taking on Israel In that Euro Championship playoff We are well uh, versed in taking on Israel We've had a couple of decent results against them 
Um, well, one in particular The last one was a disappointing one-all draw Let's see if we can go one better this evening um, Still time for you to get your predictions Your thoughts on the team lineup in on the phones and on Twitter uh, Let's get tonight's teaser mm. up and running This is from Ross in Lanark Thank you very much to Ross for sending it in And as always, just your nightly reminder That if you want to hear your name, your question used in the show It's fulltime at Clyde1.com And I'll do my very best uh, to read it out So Ross in Lanark says Can you name the starting 11? The last time Scotland played a playoff game Against the Netherlands In November 2003 No It was a 6-0 victory for the Netherlands See, that happens, does happens I had tried my best to forget about that So thanks to Ross and Lanark Yeah okay. November 03 6-0 to the Netherlands Scotland Brown Scotland starting 11 Go Scott Brown No Darren Fletcher Yes James Scott- McFadden Yes I only know that because they combined in the first leg, didn't they? Yes. Yes. Who's the goalkeeper, McGregor? No. Rab Douglas. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm setting you up here, son. You are getting embarrassed by Mark Wilson. Come tonight. on, Daz. Any He's doing all the work. Come Brilliant. on. Um, uh, 2003. Jackie McNamara. Yes. This guy's on fire. A Tom Boyd. To watch. No, you're hopeless. <laughs> Stuart McCall. <laughs> Stuart McCall. <laughs> Sure, <laughs> 2003, no 1993. 2003. I don't know who played then. I think you could do this alone all night and not get a single answer here, honestly. Elvis Presley. Yes. Have you got one wrong yet? This is outstanding. No, I don't want McManus. No. <laughs> Help! Right, we'll leave it there because actually Mark Wilson, all on his own, is destroying this question. Name the starting 11. For Scotland against the Netherlands The last time we had a playoff It finished 6-0 But we'll just skip over that um, It was in November 2003 <laughs> see, mm. the th- see the things that find their way into my inbox Listen to this right We've had a I don't know I'm hoping you didn't hear Bowie at breakfast this morning Because this will spoil the surprise We've had a high profile And well informed Match prediction for tonight I'm going to play it And see if you can See if you can tell me who it is Well you know that I'm uh, Very careful in predicting Predicting football matches and so forth because you know the ball is round and anything can happen and I don't want to put myself out there. But my heart obviously wants to say two one. You know, I mean, you know, to Israel. But God knows. Any takers? Is he Israeli? Yes. Any famous Israelis? Apart from Jesus. Yeah, do. Sorry <laughs> That's a discussion I didn't expect to have <laughs> uh, give, it, give, give, us a, give us a Give us a clue please uh, well, I don't A don't famous know. Israeli? Yeah The only clues I can Yuri think Geller. of Yuri Geller? Yes What the hell? Jesus and Yuri Geller's the only two I know Yuri Geller The spoon bender The spoon, the spoon bender The very same I got away with that Did he know uh, Exactly he's, he's, done, he's done us before He's Aye. done us before With Gary McAllister Now he's rocked up again Telling us we're going to lose oh, two. Did he get him on the phone Did he phone in well, I doubt it ah, yes. <laughs> He woke up this morning And went I think I'll phone Bowie He phoned, he phoned for a GBX shout out On Saturday yeah, And yeah. couldn't get it So he came back on this morning ah, There you go You're together eh? That's a great shout son Aye, cheers. I mean he's a, he's a He's a self-proclaimed psychic But he's a psychic nevertheless So ah, I, I hope he's wrong I've never heard from him For ah, years You always want to say to these people Why, why never predict go, a lottery 2-1 defeat 2-1 defeat Oh 
So if that happens, it's Uri's fault. And was he right about McAllister missing a penalty? No, he said that he moved the ball, did he not? That's the remember. He he said he moved the ball. That's the level I guess we need on here to phone in. Imagine you two and Yuri Geller on a Thursday night. Asking them to bend things. <laughs> see, if, see if you can bend this pen in my hand, Yuri. Ah, I'd like to see cool. you, Dazzler. Given oh, I'd like him spin uh, bending. Yeah, a, I'd like to bend a, a few things like that. I think it'd be. <laughs> oh no! I'm moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, on, on quick. That's plenty. It's a family show, for goodness' sake. Right, um, Martin is in Falkirk. What jumps out at you from the team, Martin? Good or bad? Um, not too much positive. I think I'm, oh, I'm no. quite happy with with the two up front um, as a. That's something different, but I'm not happy with, with the two that were put up front. Um, I think two, having two big imposing strikers up front doesn't really work. You always want a big imposing striker, somebody to hold up the ball, and then maybe somebody make runs or in behind. And mm-hmm. I can't see them there. It's almost like they two are in a clash because they're so similar. Um, and I always felt that was a Dykes and Shankland. If they were going to go two up front, Shankland making the B runs and Dykes holding the ball for them, I just think they're going to clash and I think they're going to get in each other's way, basically. Um, the midfield. Obviously, circumstances are different because of Fraser not been playing for a while. But in my preference, I would have had Fraser in, in front of the strikers and then Mc, uh, McGregor back in and maybe Jack. I mean, as I'm a Rangers fan, and I hate to say it, but I would have dropped Jack and had um, McGregor play more defensive midfield and have Fraser because we're lacking that bit of pace yeah. in the middle of the park. Um, really lacking pace in the middle of the park. Um, the only thing we've got is a physical presence with McTominay because um, McGregor and Ryan Jack as much as they're good players they're you know, a bit more short in stature not got much, too much of a physical presence about them I just think they're very lumpy slow and I think the game's going to drag tonight I'm unfortunately well, Listen I can't he at least backs up that opinion you know, mm. that's, that's fine I hope he's wrong obviously but the, the pace thing does jump uh, out at uh, you yeah, yeah, um, because you take Forrest out um, Fraser's not playing Yeah Fraser's the obvious one he's probably the quickest player in the squad you would say, say so, um, yeah. and even Next in line, possibly Christie. Maybe. I mean, yeah. he's not absolute flying machine, but he's he's he can shift. In terms of yeah, in terms of creativity for the front two, you know, you're looking at now. We all know Jack McGregor and McGinn can all play in that midfield role and nice at slipping wee passes through. But from wide areas, I think you're solely relying on Andy Robertson on the left hand side. Stephen O'Donnell, yes, he's done it at domestic level. Again, it's a level above, so it is a concern actually getting to the byline and, and supplying London Dykes with what he needs. Um, McBurney um, might have to do a wee bit of that tonight. Um, so that's that's certainly a concern. Fraser, I thought Fraser, I said in my team at the start, I thought Fraser was worth a gamble tonight. I know he's not played a lot of, of football, but I just thought maybe the game needs that sometimes. Steve Clark maybe sees him as an impact player. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm with Martin this one. I, that is my concern. Not a lot of pace in there, um, and we may struggle because the Israeli team, you know, are no slouches. Gordon, what about Martin's point about the two strikers? Are they too similar? Is that a worry for you? Well, we don't know because they've never played together. Um, yeah, but the, yeah, but, I mean, you can look at them individually. No, I think I think Dykes. I think Dykes can link the play up. McBurney, I think, will be a willing worker. I really do, Gordon. I went for Shanks because I think it'll be a tight game and I think we just need someone that's a natural poacher that may not influence a game until a chance falls in the box and 
He's in the back in it, and the confidence that gives you is incredible. But he could use that, he could bring Shanks on. I know what you're saying about the pace, and I do understand that. We've not got a lot in there. But I do believe that if our midfield, and I think it will be a diamond tonight, I think if our midfield four dominate the game, we've got some guys in mm-hmm. there that can use the ball brilliantly. I think you're right, Martin, obviously, about the pace and so on. Does it bring you any comfort that it at least looks like guys are playing in their normal position? Because that's something that we always get accused of not doing, but it seems to be the way tonight. I am happy with the guys in the position, and he's done a decent job of that, considering the more lack of options that we have. Um, but I am, like I said, as it's been said throughout the show, and the pace lacks me. One thing Scotland's always missing is, in our game sometimes is pace and we like to, obviously we soak up a lot of pressure sometimes and we like to break. We can't break tonight because we just simply don't have the players to do it. Yeah, I'm thinking back to that, that what, what got us here, that the Nations League campaign and that the good results were kind of centred around Stephen Fletcher being a very effective target man and then James Forrest, Ryan Christie and Ryan Fraser yeah. getting up alongside him and, and bursting a gut to get there. If you think of some of the goals we scored during yeah. that, that time, the Albania game, the Israel game. Um, really kind of centred around that So we're definitely going to have to play differently And it just shows you how how quick international football changes It's it's less than two years ago When we got that home victory against Israel uh, The 3-2 win when James Forrest scored mm-hmm. the hat-trick The starting 11 that night And the starting 11 tonight Only two, two. started both games <laughs> Andy Robertson and Callum McGregor Now a lot of that, you know, obviously circumstantial Alan McGregor's retired since then um, McKenna's injured Forrest's injured Christie's self-isolating Etc So is Armstrong But it just shows you How, how quickly yeah. things change You always kind of hope For that continuity And you just don't get it Yeah I mean I think The the way Steve Clark Set up that night He would probably He would probably Fancy going the same So this shows It shows how difficult It is for an international manager That he has to change The shape and personnel And you have to go With what you've been dealt with what, What's he doing over I don't there? know He's distracting me What, what is, is wrong it? with you? Like uh, uh, it um, doesn't really work on radio Gordon DL just started pointing at the TV Sticking his tongue out Which was a bit weird Kind of Throwing his arms in the air Cheering well, silently I've, What's I've, your problem? I'm going to contribute to the teasers tonight Alright Naismith Oh because he's on the TV yeah. Stephen Naismith No <laughs> nah, he is. is he? No Gary Naismith though Go for Gary, Gary Naismith Yeah his brother uh, anyway, uh, right, Martin, you've given us a fairly pessimistic outlook of the team, which is fine. Like I say, you've, you've kind of backed it all up. Do you, is that going to be reflected in the scoreline? No, because I'm an optimist. Ah, Rangers are going to win three 0 Brilliant. Celtic, Scotland are going to win three 0 There's my blue tinted glasses on. Brilliant. That was Martin in Falkirk. Let's go take a breather, and we'll go back to Hamden for kick off next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The big game is just moments away. Let's go back to the National Stadium. Sadly, it's much quieter than it should be, but here's Andrew McLean. It's really quiet. It's really, really quiet. <laughs> yeah, with the, We've got <laughs> with the National Anthems. Can you hear me now? Got you. Good stuff. Well, the National Anthems are... Done at Hamden The teams are ready to go And the team tasked With getting a win In a massive night Here at Hamden Is this It'll be David Marshall In goal For Scotland The back three Of Scott McTominay Liam Cooper And Declan Gallagher The midfield five Stephen O'Donnell John McGinn Ryan Jack Callum McGregor And Andy Robertson With Ollie McBurney Partnering Lyndon Dykes Up top The substitutes McLaughlin McCrory Patterson McLean Porteous Fleck Fraser Taylor And Shanklin Some familiar faces 
in the Israel lineup as well. Hibs goalkeeper Ophir Marciano starts. Celtic duo Hatem Abdelhamid and Nirbiton in the starting lineup as well. And so are prolific strikers Munas Boer and Eren Zahavi. Don't shoot the messenger, but the latter has 14 goals in his last 14 international appearances. But this is the one we've all been waiting for. And hopefully by the end of the night, we've got an even bigger game to look forward to next month. The lights are on, the pitch is looking good, but sadly... There are no fans here. We would have loved to have seen a packed Hamden for this, but they'll be watching from home, the fans, and what a gift it would be from the Scotland players if they're able to get a result tonight. It's time for the disruptions of the past couple of days to be put aside because the next 90 minutes are all that matters. But that could stretch to extra time and penalties as well, potentially. So a long evening could be in store. But let's hope that's not the case. It was a tight affair between the two sides here last month. Ryan Christie's penalty cancelled out by Aaron Zahavi's goal. There is six changes to the Scotland team since that game. It's been a far from ideal preparation, but it's all about the players getting themselves up for this occasion. Kickoff is seconds away here at Hamden for Scotland against Israel. Right, let's get underway then. All the pre-match talk, all the build-up, all the disruption, all the nerves, everything has to get pushed to one side and try and do the business tonight. A tie against the winner of Norway and Serbia lies in wait, and then it's on to the Euros. It's that simple, Mark Wilson. Yeah, it's that simple on paper, but it's going to be a nervy evening. It's going to be tough for Scotland. I think Israel have got good players who can punish you. I still think we will do it. I'm optimistic. I'll go for a Scotland 2 1 win. Gordon, are you fearful or optimistic? Um, I'm fearful. Oh, yeah. Cut his mic off, would you? No, he's, I'm not. I, I, I feel like he's just named I want to see. Where we're lining up And it looks like It's going to be a back three False start Bad start We, we, we haven't yeah. even managed To take kick off properly we're, So hopefully that's not an omen <laughs> We're playing a back three um, I hope it really works Okay I'll go I'll go 1-1 one, 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 And then Scotland To win an extra time Wow It is a back three Scott McTominay Is in defence Mark Wilson Celebrates Because he called it Everyone and a lot of people seem to look at that team lineup and think we had gone back to a back four. Scott McTominay's playing in defence, Mark. That's a huge call. Yeah. Uh, it could be adapted to a back four. I did think it would be a, a three. Um, huge call. I think Steve Carter's thinking maybe McTominay will start a lot of the moves. He'll be comfortable enough on the ball and let his other two just go and be out and out defenders. That's my thinking. But um, whether... That gets put into action We'll see But Scotland look 40 seconds in They look bright They look like they're trying to get the ball forward As quick as possible To their two strikers What I don't know 40 seconds in We're looking bright Well it, oh, Well would you You think they should put it back to the goalkeeper At least they're trying to get the ball up forward quickly I think, I think So just how, how, how does the team look then So it's a back three yeah. Of McTominay Is he McTominay. in the centre? No he's no, on the right of it the right hand yeah, side so Declan Gallagher yeah. Appears to be In the centre of it yeah. Is that right Liam oh. Cooper on the left yeah, Stephen O'Donnell And Andy Robertson The wing backs um, It looks like McGregor And Jack will sit McGinn will be the forward One to go and support The two strikers Of Dykes Burnley and Dykes and, Wow A huge call mark Because a lot of the criticism And that's football If you're a manager You have to dig in sometimes And make these decisions But a lot of the criticism From the last game um, Was Scott McTominay's place in the back three But if you listen to Stevie Clark's comments When he announced the squad He, he defended it, he sounded confident in it And maybe we shouldn't be too surprised That, that that's what we're seeing tonight Yeah, maybe not But I, I think he just caught a glimpse uh, The dangers that lie with a back three And I think Daz pointed out earlier 
on You know Israel quick to try and play down the sides Of Cooper there uh, And centre halves don't want to go out To those positions So um, It'll be interesting to see Steve Clark obviously Saw enough In his previous games That he thought This was the formation to stick to Um whether his personnel can carry it out is a different thing. So fingers crossed. I'm still optimistic. Two minutes in, still optimistic. <laughs> still bright. Still bright. Two minutes. Yeah, look, they're running about. Yeah, yeah. Clean sheet alive. <laughs> clean, clean sheet so far. Uh, right. Don't forget tonight's teaser. Thanks to Ross and Lanark for sending it. Name the starting eleven against the Netherlands. The last time Scotland had a playoff game, it was November 2003. We lost six 0 We don't need to dwell on that too much. You don't. Well, Mark Wilson's doing really well. Oh, Gordon's oh, oh. done absolutely nothing so far. Rab Douglas. Stephen Presley Jackie McNamara Gary Naismith Darren Fletcher James McFadden So far Barry Ferguson Yes well Welcome done, to the party Well up. done uh, Four to go Gary Caldwell No Christian Daly No Graham Alexander No I'm running out of names Don no. Hutchison No No <sighs> Right okay You're looking for a centre half Yeah David Weir No A striker Yep And two midfielders one central, one wide. A centre half. Who was playing centre half oh, for Scotland? Uh, centre forward. Did you say centre forward? I did. Uh, Dickoff. Yes. Well done. <laughs> did you again? I know. Dick someone's texted him that. Absolutely no doubt. Uh, you, you know I've not touched my phone. Oh, form. were you looking for a centre forward? We'll just pull it, Dickoff. <laughs> I know. <laughs> actually, we're supposed to. Oh, I don't know. Just say centre forward there. Well, Dickoff. You, you actually know where my phone. I've not even looked at my phone. How can you say that? Uh, Scotland with a bit of defending to do there. Stephen O'Donnell you know, tripped over himself, couldn't get the, the stop the cross coming in. Um, the cross did come in. Scotland dealt with it, but they've now got a bit of defending to do. Six mm. Scotland players strung across the 18 yard box in a, mm. in a kind of straight line as Israel uh, knock it from side to side. Andy Robertson needs to stop this cross coming in. He can't. McTominay does well with the header. Scotland mm. with a bit of defending. This is going to be a brutal, brutal night on the nerves, isn't it? Let's be honest. Four Look minutes in. We've got so many bodies in that 18 yard box. Uh, just try to defend just now. Israel, you're talking about starting about. bright. Mm-hmm. They're, they're certainly the ones that have started bright, Gordon. We just need to be careful here. Really do. We need to settle into this game. Don't do anything silly. See, that's the position McTominay getting dragged That's not his fault, I don't think. He's no, done all right but, there. But I don't like him getting dragged out there, Gordon. Um, but it's. That's good defending Job done I yeah. think that's why Steve Clark's went with that Three and the two wing backs Robertson and O'Donnell mm. Just fill in and make it a five And you see how difficult That is to break down If you're you're strung Along that 18 yard line There is no wee mm. gaps For people to play through And you can see Israel there They're trying to fish things through And it's difficult yeah. uh, Ilhamed looks like He's playing left back Incidentally For, for anyone who's seen him Play domestically um, I know when he arrived That was the, the sort of talk is that he could do it But I don't think we've really seen it too often for Celtic Maybe when players have gone off towards the end of games and whatever But he is uh, playing left back tonight, El Hamed See, other countries just do it they, they just put people in positions if they have to We seem to make a big song and dance about it But maybe in the equivalent That's Israeli true, I know. super scoreboard Uri Geller's on the phone right now <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah um, they're having a go at that But um, no, that's, It's surprising to see El Hamed play at, at left back Yeah but it's, it, look, it's a lively encounter so far. I think Israel look technically very good uh, yeah. five minutes in, and they were technically good uh, as well the last time uh, at Hamden. So you can see the dangers right away, but Scotland just have to make sure they defend like this for the full 90 
and shut off the the spaces and gaps for them to play through the middle. Yeah, it could be a nervous 90 plus minutes You never mm-hmm. know, it might go the full distance uh, As that ball comes in, it's a poor ball Over the head of David Marshall Over his crossbar And out for a goal kick I don't, I don't think I've got penalties in me tonight I must admit I'll Imagine Jeez. that eh? At that, that stage, no I don't think so I never ever watched a penalty when I was a manager, do you know You turn your back? Yeah, never yeah. watched a penalty kick Why? Uh, I don't know, superstition maybe Just, Just yeah. wait for the crowd reaction? Yeah, probably just... What about in the, the Coca-Cola Cup final? Never Did you watch your penalties? No, I went up the tunnel Did you take one? No, I was injured I'd done my bit, Gordon I got as a <laughs> Sore nose from, I'd, the, from the diving header I'd, I'd, led from, I'd led from the front with the armband And the goal I got as a right, I just okay. left up to my other lads To go and sort it out for me um, Andrew McLean's one of few people inside Hamden today And there's actually some singing going on The Israeli subs are singing what?あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの